great nation, not a war between the states, but a war between the political parties in Congress. The Democrats and Republicans are so busy fighting among themselves that they have forgotten something. And what's that? They've forgotten the American people. They've forgotten the very people who trusted them and elected them to office. And how can that be? Because our elected officials no longer represent the American people, but rather they represent the party. And good morning. Good morning. This is Ken, the madman. That's right. That's the brains there talking. This is the man man over here. The, you know, we're going to let the brains talk some more here. He's got some things we want to talk about. Well, basically, I just want to know to all my Democratic friends out there, have you had enough yet? You know, seven years ago, your party, the Democrat Party, elected a, a socialist by electing Barack Obama, but he didn't know it. It has now become the Communist Party because of the executive orders. Yeah, executive orders is not really an action of the Constitution. There's nowhere in the Constitution that it gives you the authority. The executive branch does not have the authority to put things into law, correct? Right. Exactly. But I want to know when the when uh, our Congress and our our uh, elected officials are going to put America first. Uh, that's yeah. right. Uh, that's the thing that people have this phenomenon. This is the phenomenon people aren't understanding. Let's listen to the radio this this day and there's some people who have radio programs that probably ought to resign and get over because i think the american people are tired of hearing the same old same old this deal with trump that went on i mean it, people don't get it i was listening to the guy who's running for president the ohio governor who was saying that you, you don't want to go in there and pull a bomb put a bomb in the room well yes we do we're tired of the same old garbage give me some give me a break i'm tired of hearing the same politicians saying the same silliness and think i'm gonna buy it what does Trump bring? He brings new. He tells you the way it is. There's no more political correct. He says it the way it is. He's not going to promise you fairyland or utopia and then give you hell. So, I mean, let's get realistic. Listen, uh, the politicians need to start listening to what we're saying. Well, you have to ask yourself, really. Uh, you know, you've heard it before. Have you? Are you any better off today than you were in 2008? The elected people that you, you put into office, are, are they done the job that they're, they're wanting to do, or do they represent somebody else? Are they representing the lobbyists or the, the, the closed-knit people, uh, the people that you don't have access to? Do you have access to your congressperson, or does uh, the corporate America have con- uh, access? So it's time to, to look in the mirror, look at yourself, and see if it's time for a change. It's time to, to, to stop business as usual, and it's time to move forward with America. And really... When you look at all the, the, the Republicans, you look at all the Democrats that are running for this, this uh, the, the highest office in basically, in my opinion, the world, why should you elect somebody that really has nothing accomplished anything except raise money off the backs of the American people? Uh, you know, you have people that are there that are, are their occupation is politician. And is that what we want? That's not the way it was supposed to be in the beginning. They were supposed to come, do their job and go home. Well, these people you can't get rid of. Yeah, so. yeah they, they've set themselves as the ruling class, and that's another article you should read. Uh, yeah, I, have, I know what you're saying. I have a nephew, and all he talks about is Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is going to give us free education. Well, let me tell you something. There's nothing free. And if Bernie Sanders gives, if the government takes over the education, what makes you think you're going to be the one that gets picked to go to school? 
I, I mean, they, they don't get that. I mean, I don't understand these kids. They go, well, I want free education. Man, start off with there's nothing free. I know that printing press that the, the government's been printing, the Federal Reserve's been printing off that money faster than you can spend it. But it's not something somewhere along the line that has to come to a halt. Well, this is not the Democrat Party or the Republican Party that we grew up with. This is a drastic change. And I think the Democrats have really scraped the bottom of the barrel this time. If they can't find anybody better <laughs> than Hillary Clinton or, or Barry Sanders or yeah. Barney, uh, Barney Barney, you're right, Barney Sanders. Uh, really, you know, they're hide, they don't even hide. They hide behind the name Democrat, but they openly call themselves socialist Democrats. Is there even such a thing? My question is, is there a difference between a socialist and a communist? The answer is no. They have the same ideology, and I pronounced that word wrong. Well, you know, I'm just a hick from the hills of Kentucky, so some of the words I'm going to mispronounce. But they think alike. The The difference between the socialist and the the communist is a socialist re-elect them. We will elect a socialist Democrat. A communist, they put a gun to your head and they just take over. But their ideology, their ideology is the same. That's right. So there's no difference, really. So if we put a—I'm sorry, go ahead. But you need to ask yourself a question. Uh, when you do pay for everything, who's going to pay for your welfare? Who's going to pay for your food stamps? The, the, you know, the biggest—and who's going to pay for your health care because the rich people are going to leave? You know, yeah, and, and that's true. I think, the, you know, when uh, Bernie Sanders, if he does— would happen to get elected, I think, you know, the first thing that's going to happen, the rich are going to be run on the banks. Well, they're sure. going to take their money out. They're not going to leave it here in the, you know, the, in our society and pay 90% taxes or, or, or 80% taxes even. You know, they're just not going to do it. Uh, and if you don't believe me, research the last election in France. Uh, the rich left the country when I think it was only a 60% tax. So, right, right. You know, if you think socialism works so good, take a look at Detroit. Yeah. In fact, visit Detroit. And you'll think you're in a third world country. So that's no, that's right. The cops tell you there's parts of Detroit they won't go into. Now, what what does that tell you, man? And this is a city that's been ran by the Democrat Socialist Party for 25 years. At one time, Detroit was the jewel of the United States. You know, more money went through Detroit than Manhattan, New York. At one time, there was so much money in Detroit. But now, look at it. Look at it. They just bled the thing dry. I mean, what do you think socialism is going to do? It's going to destroy this nation. You think you are you happy? Move up to Detroit and live up there for a couple of years, and then figure the United feel the United States to be like that. And if you think it's not happening, look what happened out in Oregon. I mean, the government came in. They went to kill that guy. They 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 said that they were going to kill somebody, and they did. They killed that guy, and they probably shot him cold blooded, like they said it is. I mean, do you need to put a hundred and something bullets in a car? To pull somebody, I mean, and those weren't those weren't local, local enforcement law, ladies and gentlemen. Those were not local people. Those were the federal police force. That's just what we're getting ready to go into, the federal police department. Now, listen, I know we're saying a lot of things that people get upset with, and that's we want to hear your opinion because we're not always right. The number you can call in is 1-844-896-24. Or I'm sorry, I got it backwards. 4246. Again, that number is one 844 Eight nine six four two four six. You guys just call in and let us know your opinion. What, what we want to know what America's thinking. Uh, you know, we hear, uh, we listen to talk radio all day long on the way to work or on the way home from work, and uh, we hear some of the opinions of some of the other radio talk show hosts. But what is America thinking? What are you thinking? Uh, and it all starts on our local level. It starts as soon as you walk out the door. You need to start supporting your local. 
uh, economy, right. your local politicians. Uh, you need to start looking at what's going on and, and make a change there if you don't like what, what's happening right now. Uh, you have to have access. Right. You, have to, you have to make a decision. And again, when you think that things are going perfect and you let it just slide along, you need to keep these people on track. You need to make, make them accountable for what they do, and the only way to do that is at the at the uh, polling polls and, and voting for you know what's right. What's that's right, and don't vote for the same politician. Like last week, I don't know if those of you who listen, we had a, a person on our show. When I talk, called him a politician, he cringed. I would love to see that because he's not a politician. What he is, he's a patriot who has gone out and is going to give give up four years of his life to work for the public. He is a public servant, and that's what we need. That's what our forefathers was, was public servants. And so we want you to know that. His name was Tim, and uh, Tim was with us last week. I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm going to I'm going to promote Tim, and Tommy's going to promote him. We're going to talk more to him about his politics. Uh, we don't agree with everything, but that's normal. That's what America's all about. If you don't agree with it, then you have the right to talk about it. It's the First Amendment, people. The First Amendment gives you the right to speak. And let me tell you something, guys. There's a big debate about the Second Amendment, Second Amendment right at the moment. We lose the Second Amendment. You don't worry about flying America anymore because our enemies will evade us. Like I told you uh, several programs ago, the reason the Japanese stopped at Pearl Harbor and didn't come into California was because the United States is one of the biggest armies on the world. Most of the citizens in the United States are armed, and people don't know it, and they don't want to take it on. They don't want to fight a guerrilla warfare. That's why Russia and China both don't invade us, because of our population. Uh, and again, just call in and let us know what you're thinking at one eight four four. Eight nine six four two four six. We really would like to hear what our uh, American citizens are thinking. So, yeah. yeah, if you don't agree with us, that's fine. We don't want people to agree with us. We want somebody to disagree with us. Call us in. Tell us that we're silly or we don't know what we're talking about. Anyway, it looks like we're getting ready to take a commercial break here. I don't hear my music. There we go. Here, Michael Jackson looking in the mirror. That's what you want. You want to change America? Go home, look in the mirror at the man there, and start changing there. I'm going to make a change for once in my life. 23 million small businesses are open for business in the United States, providing more than half of all American jobs. What helps these small businesses thrive? Good transportation, a well-trained labor force, and a healthy infrastructure, an attractive streetscape, and comfort and safety for pedestrians. Good planning delivers these benefits to small businesses. Learn more at planning.org. That's planning.org. A message from this station and the American Planning Association. Russell Wilson here. With Play 60, United Way, and the NFL are helping kids play at least 60 minutes a day. Healthy kids! To get involved, go to unitedway.org slash play60. Donate! Are you guys going to do that every time? Yes, of course! Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take this time to breathe deeply and close your eyes. Right now, you're completely in control. Unlike the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you tried removing those raccoons from the basement. Concentrate on the soothing sound of my voice. Release the memory of when you wrestled with that beehive in your son's treehouse. Let go of the time you thought that skunk was a cat, or when you pulled into the garage with your son's bike on top of the car. Deep breaths, 
deep breaths. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. If you're a single man under the age of 35, you'd probably like to know what the ladies are looking for on an online dating site. A guy who had a few drinks and later got pulled over for buzz driving. See, that could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. And doesn't a guy who's back living with his parents but calls them my roommates just scream Mr. Right? Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. We're back, and I do want to say that our producer's back with us. And we're glad to have you if you're listening to us out there. And I know I get a little radical sometimes, but that's just the way I am. That's why they call me a madman. That's also why we call Tom the brains, because he's the more calm, more collect. I'm the one that gets hysterical. We're we're going to talk today. We're going to go into about these. um, Who is it? We're talking about several things. The main thing we want to talk about is how we have lost contact with our local politicians. You don't have contact with them anymore. They have the people who have contact with them are the lobbyists. Isn't that what we were talking about? We have too many lobbyists that have that are approaching. Our our government doesn't work for the American people anymore. They work for the lobbyists, and uh, and not to say anything bad about politicians, which you know we all can do that, but they really don't see that there's anything wrong with bringing in uh, lobby money and taking lobby money and then voting the way the lobbyists do because they think they're benefiting the, the local uh, uh, economy and they think they're lo- uh, the local government. That's right, but they but, forget that they're bought and paid for by the lobbyists, right? Yeah, and supporting the lobbyists. And uh, then what happens when they vote against the lobby? They're going to lose campaign funding. Right. They, and that's what's going on in Hillsborough County right now. There's a big article in the paper last week uh, where three – Commissioners received eleven thousand two hundred dollars in campaign contributions after they voted in favor of a project. That's right, and just so happens that these three these three candidates—that's what they are—the three politicians received this money in their campaign funds. They're running for re-election, and then all of a sudden they get a grand total of eleven thousand two hundred dollars from this lobbyist to approve this uh, twenty—I think it was twenty-unit apartment complex. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's the way it's working, and uh, again, it, it's, it's all through our, our local government, all the way up to the to our Congress. Uh, we, our lobbyists have taken over, and and you know you you hear that um, you you hear some of the Democrats saying, "Well, you know the uh, what about corporate welfare?" Well, most of the Democrats voted for corporate welfare. They're the ones that gave corporate welfare. You know, they're receiving they're receiving campaign contributions from the people that are actually giving corporate or receiving corporate welfare. So uh, a big bank will uh, give a million dollars into a campaign fund, yet get $10 million in benefits. benefits just, right. Or maybe $100 million in benefits, but it's not equal. And the whole time on the, on the pretense that they're benefiting the American people, they're the benefiting the American citizen. But when the bailouts came in 2009... You and I didn't get no bailout. No, we didn't you know, get. I didn't we didn't get, get anything, and and uh, you know, it's just we need to start examining 
our local officials and stop. We're, the ones that are receiving the big bucks are the ones that we ought, ought to be very, very concerned about. But um, I got a question for you. What's going on with Glenn Beck? Oh, yeah, hey, listen to Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck has turned into the person he used to be, he used to talk about, didn't he? Yeah, I think he, you know, you're, he's losing focus, and now he really has a bat for Trump. I mean, uh, every day, I don't think he can do a show without uh, mentioning Trump's name or, or bad-mouthing, bashing, or whatever. I think Beck, I think Beck, Mr. Beck is, is looking for a constitutional, physically conservative, religious Republican. And I think he believes that he's found this candidate in Ted Cruz. Uh, but I don't think Ted Cruz is really the answer because I don't trust him. I don't trust anybody who wants to be president when he holds a dual citizenship in two countries. Not only that, and, but he's still a U.S. senator, right? Right, he's still a U.S. senator. Uh, I think they ought to do, complete their term or, or, or leave it. That's right, leave the office. Leave the office if they're not going to. If they're going to run for president, they need to leave the office. Just like if you're running in, the, in our community. Mm-hmm. If you're going to run for county commission, you have to leave the city council seat. You can't do both. That's right. So, uh, you know, I think that's what needs to be done. Uh, you know, if you're going to run for president, you leave the, leave the Senate and let somebody else do the job that you should be doing. Because you can't give 100% while you're running for, for the other thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Going back to Beck, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get off that track. But, yeah, I was listening to Beck's show. Basically, I've quit listening to Beck. Because he's gotten to be too, he, they've got things about Donald Trump ten years old. Well, let's pull up this this recording from 1999 when Trump said blah blah blah. You know, like who cares what he said back then? The thing I like about Donald Trump, I, he's one. There's two things I like about him. One, he's not a politician, and two, he's a businessman. And let me tell you something, people. This nation is bankrupt. We need somebody who who has been bankrupt and know how to get us out of being bankrupt back to where we need to go. We don't need some lawyer, constitutional freak, junior senator sitting as the president of the United States. We need a person who actually knows something about business. Wouldn't you say that, Tom? That's exactly what I was saying. Uh, they're all bashing Trump because he's not conservative. He's not. He's not conservative enough. He's not a. He's not a conservative. He's not a conservative Republican. Listen, you know we need people here that. That stop putting names on on other people. You know, there's, I think the most conservative people in the world are the Democrats because they won't spend any of their money. Amen to that. They, they spend your money. They spend everybody else's money. So does that make them conservative or or whatever? I I just don't understand. Uh, he's not conservative. He's not conservative. Listen, we need a wall. Right. We need to build that wall. We need to stop the, the flow of immigrants into the country. We need to protect the, you know, American security, and that was the first brought into by Mr. Trump. That's right. Uh, no, but none of the other candidates are really talking about the economy. None of them. No. They talk about the, 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 the ISIS. They talk about, you know, but every issue that is facing the Republicans today was brought up by Mr. Trump. That's and right. I think he's the going to be the best candidate for the job. Now, if something changes, it changes. But uh, you know that's why we have a you know uh, we have a, an open mind here. We think and think for ourselves. But uh, you know, just because somebody's pushing uh, different philosophies, you need to again. You need to look in the mirror. That's right. And listen, if you don't agree with us, that's fine. We want to hear from you. It's one eight four four eight nine six forty two forty six. Again, that number is one. 
896-4246. Listen, we're not we're not into Trump. We're not his running his campaign. What we're doing is trying to tell you or inform you basically wh- why we look at Trump, what the difference is. We've got a junior senator, nothing against Barack Obama. I don't have anything personally against him. I know I talk about him, but it's not him I have issues with. It's his presidency. The way he handles the country is my issue, and the same thing with Trump. Now, we were talking about Beck. Now, that's one of the people that need to retire. It's like Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly, what was the first thing he said to Trump? You need to go sit in front of Kathy, or what's her name, Kelly Megan, and let her abuse you because you're a Christian and turn the other cheek. Remember I told you all about that when we talked about the Samaritan deal. Now, they would use that against you. There's nothing in the Bible that says that you have to sit and be verbally abused by somebody and then turn the other cheek. I've never read that. Have you ever read anything like that? No, never. And the other problem is is that the media is really out of control. Oh, heaven. And yes. to me, that was that uh, debate really wasn't a debate. It was an uh, attack session. They unleashed uh, Megyn Kelly. The, the, I think she's going to be known as the pit bull of the, of the Fox News. Uh, why would... We want to know what's going on in the economy and right. how you're going to fix it. We want to know what's going on with security and how you're going to fix it. We want to know about uh, illegal immigration and how you're going to fix it. We want to be able to walk out our front door and be safe. And, uh, you know, that's what a debate is all about. Not this guy says this about you, that one says this about you, uh, that one says this about you, and, and uh, what are you going to do about it? It was, it was really a farce. It really wasn't what, something that you could... Uh, depend on any way to, to make a, an intelligent decision. It's not a debate. No, they released her, like you said, they released her pit bull against him. And she didn't, listen, she attacked Cruz. And after she attacked him on the issues, later she had to do a backstepping. She had to admit that he was right. Of course, she didn't admit that he was right in front of 20 million people. She waited till she got on her program that had 5 million people and admit that she was wrong. See, that's the whole issue, people. If you do not open your eyes and start looking to the mirror and open your eyes and your ears and listen to what's going on, you're going to be ignorant. And then what's to say? People who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Did you have something you want to say there, buddy? Well, I was just going to say that uh, the, we can't be swayed by the, by the news on the political process. We have to make up our own minds and our own decisions. And the polling, and the polling, and the polling, and you know what makes the polling correct? Uh, we just need to start examining our hearts and right. our minds, and before we start making an, uh, uh, electing somebody to the highest position, probably in the world, we need to look in, in our inner selves. That's right. That's right. And see, we're not just picking on the Democrats. Don't misunderstand. There's a lot. Like one of the first programs I talked about was that House of Representative Democrat. It was from Hawaii, which is one of the most liberal states in the union. She had a concern with the same president that I have a concern with about the finances. We have an issue. If we don't get our budget and our finances under control, we don't. It doesn't matter about the border or the, anything else. If we don't get that, what is it, twenty nine trillion dollars? We're in debt now. If we don't get that under control, it doesn't matter because that's the first thing they're going to take us over with. So you need to start looking at the people who are interested in the problem. The problem is the finances. The feds have been running money like crazy. We need to get off of that. Well, printing money is only going to get us uh, deeper in debt. But now we're at the point where we can't stop printing money because we can't make it fast enough, so we have to print it. Now we're spending money faster than we can print it. So they're going to open up new printing presses or do something a little bit different. Uh, You know, when they say 
we eliminated, uh, we've cut the deficit by three, but they raised the ceiling height, the, the, the yeah. debt ceiling by by, by five. Right. So, you know, I, what, nothing adds up anymore. I think it's that new math. Uh, right. That trying to, the common core. The common core math. Yeah, yeah um, that's that new math. That's, a, <laughs> that's that new math. You know, one and one doesn't equal two anymore. One and one now equals three. So if you don't wake up, you're doomed to live. Listen, I'm an older guy. That's why I do this. I'm not a Tommy and I are not professional talk show hosts. We're just average citizens who have got tired of hearing everything and decide to take and do something about it. My question is to the Congress is if you control the purse strings of the Congress, I mean of the of the country, if you control the money flow of the country and if we went from six trillion in two thousand eight to nineteen trillion in 2016 now, right. where'd the money go? Yeah. And and you don't know. <laughs> I don't think there's any, if, I, you can't ask a senator, you can't ask a congressman, you can't ask a, a, a state representative, where did the money go? That's well, true. get a logical explanation. And get an answer. No, they don't, because they don't know where the money went. They Mar- can tell you how much is being printed. Right. They right. probably can't tell you where it went. And they can tell you how much taxes they're going to raise and how much more money they're going to take from you. Listen. I went dead there. Uh, Am I still on? Okay, I just didn't hear myself in the mic. Sorry about that. Like I told you, I'm not a professional. I'm just mad. You know, I'm one of those people who are mad about the way things are going. And if we don't start getting mad and start taking things and doing it the correct way. Now, I'm not talking about taking and pulling your guns out like they did in Oregon. I'm not behind that. There are ways to beat the around this our forefathers set up a system it's called the constitution of the united states and that's what we should be using we should be using the courts and the system that we have set up listen this is one of the greatest systems that was ever invented in the world and this is one of the most prosperous nations in the world there's two, there's two reasons why there's prosperous one is because we went we start off with the foundations that we find in the bible that's what george washington said Anybody who listens or reads the Bible cannot be enslaved. And the second issue is that we do free enterprise. I don't care what you say. Free enterprise is the answer to poverty. Free enterprise is the answer to anything. You have to give people an opportunity to, to advance. And that, do you think that? Am I wrong, Errors? No, I think you, you gotta get, everybody has an opportunity. And, again, if you're not any better off than you were in 2008, you need to make a change. Right. You need to start looking and seeing who's going to best benefit the country. Because if they benefit the country, they're going to benefit you. If you're going to, if, uh, if somebody can give you a job, that's right. going to benefit you. Or let you go into business for your own self. You know that's going to benefit you and other people. So the the trick is is to a great economy is is what we need. We need a better economy. And and you know, eight years ago in 2008, I know that everybody was mad at Bush and everybody was mad at. At different people, but uh, we just need to go start, on. You, yeah. We just need to meet, start making a change in our lives and and uh, electing people who are qualified for the office of the highest office in the world, and not a junior senator, and not somebody who's never accomplished anything in their life. Learn more at autismspeaks.org/signs. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. So, who's going to do what? Flashlights? Nowhere to be found. Emergency supply kits? Not packed. Great. Sounds like we don't have a plan. 
Winging it is not an emergency plan. Visit ready.gov slash kids and make a plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Looking to reach a larger audience? Interested in advertising on air? Contact us by email at agminternetradio at gmail.com or on our website at theagmnetwork.com. My name is Mira Batra. I have been in this country 32 years, and this is how I live united. America has always been the land of promise, and in my community, many families have come for a better life. Coming from another culture myself, I know the desire to become part of a community, to feel at home, and to gain the tools for our children and families to succeed. So I advocate for these families with United Way. United Way empowers them to look beyond their histories and to see what opportunities are available. We help them get involved with their kids' schools, network within the community, and when we do, we unite them. We make the community stronger. What I do is something I wish someone had done for me, and I am so grateful I am able to. My name is Mira Batra. I help families see opportunities and succeed. I don't just wear the shirt. I live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Hi. This is the Madman from the Tom and Ken Show. With our stressful lifestyle, you need to do everything you can to protect your health. That's why I turn to Kessler's Wellness, the trinity in the wellness industry. They are always promoting health, wealth, and lifestyle. For more information, call 813-455-1147. That's Kessler's Wellness, the trinity in the wellness industry. I don't know why my son would ruin himself with alcohol. Is someone's drinking breaking your heart? You might be surprised at what you can learn in an Al-Anon family group from people just like you. Call 1-888-4-AL-ANON or go to alanon.org. I'm gonna make a change for once in my life. You know, that was a young man that was misunderstood. A lot of people didn't understand Michael Jackson, and uh, he was really a genius when it comes to music. Yeah, was. I mean, he was, and people just don't understand that. It's like our forefathers. They were really geniuses. They set up this constitution in the United States. And here's the thing that you need to remember, start off with. This is what you need to get in your head. We are not a democracy. We're a republic. And you're going to hear me say that over and over again. Why did the founding fathers set the constitution up to where we would be a republic? It's so that the common man, the individual, not the lobbyists, not the Democrats, not the Republicans, you, the American citizen, take part in your government. If you don't get involved in the government and start voting, you know, you're going to live the life that they lived over in Russia. You know why Hitler was able to go as far in the Soviet Union as he did? It's because Stalin killed off all of his generals. It wasn't that he didn't have an army. He had an army. Just didn't have anybody to, 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 to take care of him because Stalin was a freak. He was a paranoid, schizophrenic freak. And if that's who you want running your government, then go ahead and elect Bernie Sanders. Because Bernie Sanders is the same type of schizophrenic freak. Listen, there is no such thing as a free lunch. And if you believe that, you're as naive as the the day is long. One of the things that we do here in this country is we elect a a politician, and then we turn them loose. You know, each one of us, at our jobs, we get a job evaluation. We probably, if we own a business, we give employee evaluations. Yet when it comes down to our our uh, political uh, politicians or our re- political representatives, we don't give them any kind of uh, right. evaluation at all. We just turn them loose 
to do whatever damage they can do. Right. right. And if uh, some one of them is good, uh, you know, that's. I think it's just a side effect. Uh, because <laughs> yeah. how, how do you, how do you, uh, stay in a a club, right? Uh, uh, you know, a, a royal club, without some of the uh, you know uh, bad things rubbing off on you. You know, it's just yeah. it's just it's just a you know a fact of life that you're there long enough. And I think they even have a a a, a, a creed that says you know you will not damage the other. You will not uh, do anything, say anything bad about the other right. candidates or the other representatives or, or whatever. But you know, you need to call, call it is what it is. You know, and if one of them's not doing a great job, you know, you need to bring it to the attention of the American people, or, or you know, uh, you're an accomplice. So you know, we have a 535 or 45 people that that uh, run the, run the country, yet, and for the other three and a half or 350 billion, dot, mm -hmm. billion people, and, uh, you know, we're just going on uh, like a status quo. That's right. Uh, we, we created a, a royalty, and, uh, you know, and it's a unique club that nobody else can get into because, uh, you know, because the lobbyists are going to give them money. Now they, now they have their own political packs right. that uh, uh, where the money, you don't have to, you know, know where the money's coming from. Uh, it's just uh, one, you know, we have the most corrupt form of government, and this is not why, the way the country was set up in the beginning. So, uh, you know, we need to start looking, and, 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 and the, it, the change needs to come where where we need to look at the whole process, not just, uh, you know, who we're electing or whatever, but how they're getting elected is, is another thing. In 2008, we elected a junior senator, I mean, that, that had yeah, really no uh, basic, basis in uh, uh, business or the economy. He had no military experience, no, no really experience at all, and look what happened to the to the country right now. I think he's getting bad advice. I don't think he's he surrounded himself by other uh, people. intelligent people. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think they're they're that intelligent. Uh, and uh, you know, he, he just the fact that he associated himself with Bill Ayers, who was you know c killed police people. Well, he was, he's a, Bill Ayers was a communist. Listen, right. I, I know so, Bill Ayers from so back in the 60s. He, right. he was just a communist. His way of taking over was just brute force. You agreed with him or he shot you in the head. Don't you get it? These people are not social. They're not that social. They have one thing on their mind, is you to do it their way, period. But the point I'm trying to make is, is now you're going to, now we have other junior senators running. Right. And we they have don't have any, any. No, three of them. Well, three of them. They have really very little. Uh, experience in the economy, they can tell you what you know is going on, but they've never made it any money. They've made it all to the backs of the American people, and uh, you know that uh, when you have that kind of a, a, a government position, then all you look is for the government to keep paying your, your salary. And one of them can't even tell the difference between the political party uh, uh, checking account and uh, uh, his own checking account. So you know what what, what is that all right. about? So if they don't have the experience, they talk good until they get into into the office, right. and then, you know, they, they, they change their mind, they flip-flop here, they flip-flop there, and they accuse each other of doing all kinds of stuff. We don't want to hear that. What are you going to do with the economy? And you can't tell us what you're going to do because you don't know. What okay. are you going to do with the military? Because you, none, of you, none of them have served in the military. I know. So they don't know. And one thing about Mr. Trump is he's building a, a, an empire, which is true. But when he decided that he was not going to be on the Megyn Kelly uh, roast, right, he put together a fundraiser for the military in less than 48 hours and collect and, and, and made them $6 million, is right. what they said? $6 million. In less than 48 for, hours for because best. he has contacts 
with people. He knows he has the big, the biggest and the brightest minds, and he has access to them. All right. And it's not the it's not access to lobbyists. It's not access to the big bankers, or, or even even so. Right. You know. Well, so what uh, if he, he does best, have access? He, to but it. he has be- the best minds in the country. Right. That he has access to. That he's going to get that wall built. He's going to probably straighten out some of the economy. We're going to make better deals with China because he, he knows that uh, what happened to this country was a, a Republican and a Democrat deal, which is called NAFTA. Right. And there was a big sucking sound. Like Ross Perot said, there's going to be a big sucking sound of, of jobs leaving the country, and that's what happened. Yeah, the Ross, jobs left yeah. the country. The unions have let the American people down because they, they – they probably supported NAFTA a little bit too, but now they don't. No, no. Uh, you know, now so bring the jobs back, bring the jobs back, and uh, how do you do that now? How do you how do you go to Mexico and, and bring all those jobs back here to the country? Well, you have to have a deal maker. Right. You have That's to have right. somebody that knows that can sit at the bargaining table and say, "Hey, you know, this is not going to benefit us." That's you right. Know? And uh, we, we've given away everything to to be to for our world, our perception in the world to be greater. And be better. We've given them away the farm, and that just affect the life. And we need somebody that that uh, we don't want politics as normal anymore. We don't want politics as usual anymore. We want to create. I would rather have a novice, right. a farmer, uh, but I don't think we need another lawyer. No, we got and, enough and, of them up there already making laws. Uh, yeah. you know, to benefit the lawyers. Yeah, well, one of the things, just not to cut you off, but the, uh, the three junior senators we have up there, two of them are lawyers. One's a doctor, and that's Rand Paul. Rand Paul's probably the only one that's ever made a payroll. The other, uh, I mean, Cruz, everybody talks about Cruz and everything, but, you know, Cruz's life, his whole life has been in politics. He's been a lawyer for the government. I mean, how do you make a payroll if you've never made a payroll? I mean, how do you know anything about taxes if you never have to pay taxes? Right. You know, the, one of the things is that they don't understand that when you make when you make a payroll, right? Not only do the 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 employee pay a tax, you have to match that tax. When uh, you pay a Social Security tax, you have to match that tax. When they pay federal unemployment, you you pay that federal unemployment, and when they pay state unemployment, you pay that state unemployment. So when they're talking about a fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage, it's actually going to be about a twenty five to thirty dollar. Uh, minimum wage because of the taxes that the government is, is instilled to, as a as a what I, well, I'm not going to say let's say what it is a right. punishment. A pun- it is a punishment. You know, uh, they're going to be a punishment. And the the best thing that I, one of the the finest things that I've ever heard was when my daughter when my granddaughter got her first paycheck, she wanted to know what FICO was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What is it? <laughs> she really? says, I thought I was making $10 an hour. You are. And, yeah. And when she got a check, it was almost half of that. And, and, you know, and I said, welcome yeah. to the real world. Yeah. Welcome you know? to the real welcome world, Welcome to the sweet. real world. Yeah. And so it's, it's the young people, they don't understand, uh, you know, the taxes and the tax board. They want their money. Well, well, that, that, that's what I was getting to with right. my nephew early. He didn't understand. You make ten dollars an hour, you get five. The federal government gets the other five. Now, how when, if you elect somebody like Bernie Sanders or even a socialist like Clinton, Hillary Clinton, she's the same thing. If you elect them, you're now going to be making ten dollars an hour. You're going to get three, and the government's going to get seven. This is a simple book. If you want to know what's going on with the Socialist Department, read a simple book. It's called Animal Farms. It's not a very thick book. It's about 100 pages, and it tells you exactly 
what's going on so that you know when somebody says that they're a socialist, they're really a communist, and you'll understand what the Communist Party's all about. I, you know, Tom brought up an interesting subject about, uh, about the uh, minimum wage, and I was reading an article the other day. See, that's one thing that Tom and I do. We don't sit around and play these games. We, we read. There's a novel thought. How about picking up a book and reading for a change? Anyway, coming to a fast food restaurant industry is the robots. So yeah, you're gonna raise them. You're gonna raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars, and guess what? You're gonna be unemployed because now they're gonna put a robot in there, and they're gonna have two or three people paying them fifteen dollars and everything else instead of having uh, instead of having fifteen people, they're gonna have two or three, and the other things are gonna be run by the robots. You don't have to take my word for it. Look at the car industry. Most of your assembly line workers don't work on the assembly line now. They're robots. They're all robots. So go ahead, maze the window. Raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour and put yourself out of business. Put, unemploy yourself. Because these entrepreneurs, they're going to look at ways to get around that. In California, Walmart is closing another uh, mega store due to the fact that they raised the minimum wage to $15 an hour, and now they have to deal with a union. Right. And to me, uh, I wouldn't have to deal. I wouldn't deal with a union. I, you know, we go into business to be our own person, to be our own man. And, uh, you know, we, we, not every single uh, entrepreneur is is uh, a thief or greedy. Right, right. You know, some of them share the wealth with with other people, and you don't have to. You have a choice. You know, you don't have to stay with somebody when That's when right. uh, you feel you're being abused. Uh, go somewhere else. But then, but the whole the whole process is a lack of confidence in everybody. But it's the fact that. You're going to minimum wage yourself right out of a job. That's right. You know, that's, that's the, the, you know, it's a sad well, fact of life. That's what the UAW did with the car industry. They wage, they negotiate their employers right out of a job. They just, I mean, the car industry got robots, and they, so they don't need 5,000 employees anymore. They only need 1,000 employees. And then you have to operate robots, so it means you have to be a high tech, or you just have that education. You kids can't quit high school and then go work at the factory and make 15 to $20 an hour. I remember back in the 80s, I used to, a guy I used to work out was telling me he worked at the Ford factory plant. Now, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, so just so that you understand, there's, there's two major Ford plants up there. And he was telling me that he went, he said, I ought to go work at the plant. Well, you know, I never was much on working inside. I never liked it. I always liked working outside. But anyway, that was my choice. And he was sweeping the floors of the plant, making $15 an hour. Now, this is back in the 80s, guys. $15 an hour was a lot of money. He was making a lot of money just sweeping the floor. Well, guess what? He's not sweeping the floor anymore. They got a robot that goes around and does it. So keep on raising that minimum wage and put yourself out of business. Go for it. Well, let's get back to Bernie Sanders for a minute. Here's a guy that everything's going to be free. Right. Everything. I mean, uh, are you going to even have to work anymore? No. I mean, uh, you know, who's going to go to work? Uh, there's a there's a story about this guy that he uh, he wakes up in the morning one day. He has a terrible dream. You know, he wakes up in the morning, and uh, the he goes to turn on the coffee pot, and the coffee pot wouldn't turn on. Right. He goes to put on the toaster. The toaster wouldn't toast. He goes to take a shower. There's no water coming out of the faucet. So he's walking down the street to see what's going on, and he runs into a guy jogging, and he says, uh, hey, What's going on here? Because nothing's working anymore. And he says, well, haven't you heard? Everybody's won a million dollars. So nobody had to work anymore. Right. And that's what's going to happen here. Who, who's going to do the work? Because if, if you're working to give everything else to somebody else, it's just it's, it's not going to happen. So does he really believe? Does he no. really believe in the things he's saying? Because he's hit a chord with the young people. And the young people, they say, hey, yeah, because you know why? 
the, the young people who lived with their mother and their father the, the whole life, and everything's been provided for them. That's right. So uh, now, you know, you, now the government's going to be your mom and your daddy, and they're going to provide everything for you. But do you really believe, Bernie, that this is going to happen? Do you really believe that uh, you can live like Norway or, or Sweden and, and things are going to just come naturally to you? This was the greatest country in the world because, you know, we had a sense of entrepreneurship. Right. We had the Industrial Revolution. We had, uh, uh, you know, people that, that had great minds that they came here and they created things. And we've lost that entrepreneurial spirit anymore. I don't think they teach it in, in colleges anymore. They don't. You know, and uh, college is, is fine and dandy if you're going to get a great education, but not, not formed the way it is right now. And uh, we need, uh, uh, you know, we need to have a, a better process. Well, I mean, how, like, like I said earlier, what makes you think that you're going to be the one who gets picked to go to college? If the government's running school, who do you think they're going to let everybody go to school? Who's going to work on the farm and produce the food? Uh, like I tell you, read the book called Animal Farm, and you'll get an idea of what's going on. There is no such thing as a free lunch. And glad thing you brought up Norway and Sweden and all that. They were now, all these people, I, I was listening to, I forget what program, it was a newscast, I think it was, it was number one news, or there's a different newscast I listened to. It's, uh, it's, uh, anyway, they talk about the news. All they do is talk about the news, and then they let me draw my opinion on what I think the day's subjects are. They don't try to tell me, you know, like Fox. I've quit listening to that station, and I don't listen to CNN or all the rest of them. But anyway, to get back to Norway, all these, uh, what is it, these people, these refugees are coming into their country. So they're telling the refugees that you're coming in, great, we'll, we'll, we'll take you, but now you're going to pay your way. And if you don't have any money, that's all right. We'll go into your profession, your possessions, and we'll take your valuables from you. We'll confiscate it. Yeah, yeah, so here you go. So what do you think? And they're a socialist state. Does that sound like a communist state or maybe that little bit of Nazism? Isn't that what, not, isn't that what Hitler did to the Jews? Confiscate all their stuff? What happened to all that? It was for the ruling class. Wake up, America. Wake up. What's wrong with you? Wake up. Uh, I'm sorry. I got a little off on the can there. That's why they call me mad. Because I am so aggravated with all this silliness. When are you going to wake up and smell the roses? I mean, you young people, you don't get it. When I was 30 years old, I had two or three kids. I had three jobs trying to keep the kids afloat. You, I wasn't living in my mom and dad's basement. Get out of the basement and become an entrepreneur. Get busy. Get busy. Wake up. Well, the problem is they can't leave. They've got a college education and can't find a job. They get out of college, and the first thing they do is they have to move in with mom and dad again. Right. So, you know, here the mom and dad, they've worked all their life, and they're ready to have an empty nest syndrome. <laughs> well, there's no such thing anymore because they're coming back home to roost. I know. And they, and they, can't, they can't live out on their own. Uh, it takes at least two incomes to, to manage a family. It just takes uh, – uh, it, it doesn't take – uh, you know, in the, like in the old days where my dad went out to work, mom right. stayed home to clean the house and, and made, a, you know, the, the, the family whole. Now the mom, mom's gone, the dad's gone, and they come home, and the children are there, and they, a lot of them have to fend for themselves. Well, that's, so. I know, that's, that's the way it has to come. That's just the way it's come. We'll be back. This is my favorite song, and if you want to know, wake up, go look in the mirror at the person that looks back at you. And then make the decision to wake up America. Do you want to know what's really going on with your government? 
Tune in to the Tom and Ken Show. I don't mean to interrupt, but it's like we said last week when we talked about Hillary Clinton. There was 14, there was like 10 people gave her 14, 14 million dollars for her campaign. Right. So the richest man in the world, William, Mr. Buffett. Yeah. Uh, he's supposed to be the richest guy in the world. She just he just endorsed Hillary Clinton and gave her a bunch of money. So you know what is that about? Oh, you like it? You know uh, if 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 she don't, if they don't represent the rich, why is he giving her money? It's the Mad Men, Tom and Ken, every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. right here on the AGM Radio Network. Here's our. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college, which ends up making the future better for all of us. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in Better Futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. Brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. It's me, your heart. High blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Just treat me better. After all, we're in this together. To get your high blood pressure to a healthy range, visit heart.org slash blood pressure. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council. Hey, beautiful people. This is Dr. D from the Greater Day Cafe. Listen, are you looking for a good lunch spot? You know, somewhere to get some good-tasting, healthy-living, inspirational food for thought. Well, join me and the Greater Day Cafe crew for lunch every Saturday at 12 noon right here on the AGM Network. But remember, this is a bring-your-own-lunch kind of affair. I just thought you should This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. I'm gonna make a change for once in my life. And we're back. I'm sorry if you got a little upset before I left there. But you know what? That's just too bad. Get over it. I'm not doing any political correctness. If you don't like it, tough. Get over yourself. Go on, Tom. And if you do have something to say, call us at 1-844-896-4246. We're waiting to hear from you. Uh, The last segment of the show, uh, uh, we'd like to hear from the American people what you have to say, what you're thinking about. And uh, we would like to hear what you think about Bernie Sanders, uh, Hillary Clinton issue with uh, uh, her uh, video, what is it, her uh, emails? Her emails, yeah. Whether it makes a difference or not, uh, uh, you know, some people say no, some people say yes. uh, But if we're going to have a law that applies to General Petraeus, then we ought to have a law that applies to uh, Hillary Clinton. I agree. Uh, She's not above the law. Here's the thing that annoys me about Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is cutting deals with our enemies while our soldiers are getting killed. She's putting money in her bank account and getting richer off the death of our soldiers. What do you think those guys are over there fighting for? Uh, did you go in the Army because you want to see Hillary Clinton get richer? No. You went into the Navy, though. But anyway, that's not the point. I serve 
because I believe in this nation. I think Tom did the same thing, didn't well, you? When I was 18 years old, it was uh, stopping the spread of communism. We were there to stop the spread of communism. And we'd be over in Vietnam and say, what are we doing over here stopping the spread of, of communism? Yet, the whole time, they were in our country already. Yeah. Uh, if we should have been stopping the spread of communism, we should have been here in our country trying to stop it. But uh, it, it just got worse. And uh, getting back to Bernie Sanders for a minute, um, uh, Bernie has been in, in the, the, uh, the, on the payroll of the federal government or the state government or, or somebody's government since 1988. I don't think he's ever had a real job. No, he's, been a, he's a professional politician. He's professional in your politician. Pocket. So basically, when he's telling you you're not making enough money, he's making enough money because he's making it off your back. That's right. When he's not telling you that, that you need to have a free education because he's probably already got a free education off your back. Uh, when he says you need a better job, he's already got a better job, and, and he doesn't have to create anything because you've created it for him. He has free health care because you've provided it for him. He has a, a free retirement plan because you've created it for him. You That's know? right. Uh, so, on. you know, maybe he wants to share the wealth and maybe not. But we can't continue this way because now we have a political royalty that everything's provided for them. And that needs to stop. We need term limits. And, you know, all our politicians are for term limits until they get elected. Right, right. And, and, they, and, and you know, and it's, it, I even heard one of them say one time, well, you know, I'm for term limits. And then he says, uh, well, you know, once you get there, you got to fight the other guys. They're not going to let it happen anyway. So, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, you could be for, for anything as long as you know it's not going to happen. Yeah, here's a well, novel idea. Why don't you go become a politician and do something that the other guys aren't doing? Do something that the American people who elected you do, you know? I, I just, listen, people, we live in a republic, not a democracy. And the reason we live in a republic is so the individual can take part of the process. You're not taking part of the process. We need to throw them all out. Right. We need to start over again. And we just can't keep, and they say, well, we, you know, we just can't start with a brand new Congress. Why sure not? we can. Why can't we? Yeah. I said, because we're, ele we're, we're electing people on the pretense that they're going to actually change the laws that benefit them the most. That's right. And that's not going to happen. They're not going to change a law that's... You think any of them is going to vote for a law that gives them a pay cut? No, here's the perfect right. example. In the Senate, they changed it. They went from Harry Reid to... Uh, I forget his name. McConnell. McConnell. Uh, and is there a difference? Here's the difference. One's name's <clears throat> Harry Reid. The other one's Mitch McConnell. They still have the same philosophy. I mean, one's a Democrat, one's a Republican. That's why we're not for Republicans or Democrats. We're against both of them. And they're there to protect their position. Right. And, you know? the, and their fellow positions and their ruling class positions. They talk about the American people, but they don't know the American people. They're out of touch with the American people. They're out of step with the American people. They don't know. They, they don't live outside of Washington anymore. They live there. Right. So what do they know about where you live? What do they know about Tampa, Florida, let's say? Right. Probably very little. You know, except the ones that, that, that are representative that's there, and, and even she probably doesn't know what's she, going well, on. With yeah, the I mean, she's been missing so, in action for eight years. Please, I feel like sending, putting her name on a milk carton. Anybody so, seen our House of Representatives? I'm sorry. Term limits is the key, but you know you can't elect somebody that's going to bring a bill into the Congress because they know, well, why are they going to do it? Because they're going against the status quo. That's right. You know, so when you elect somebody into that, the, the status quo, you elect them into the royalty, how do you get rid of them? How do you get rid of these people anymore? Uh, uh, John McCain, uh, maybe a oh, great yeah. American patriot, who knows? But the fact is, he's been there so long, they become stagnant. 
You need new blood. You need new ideas. And you need new philosophies. And we're not getting it anymore. And, you know, the first you get a young guy that goes into the Congress and you have the old timers say, hey, son, mm-hmm. slow down. You know, that's not the way we do things here. That's right. You know, that's exactly the way we do things here. And what happens is, is you need somebody to go over there and you need to, 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 to you know, Ted Cruz was was going around by himself, I guess, taking on the, uh, the Senate. You know, and he made a lot of enemies. And you need to get somebody on your bandwagon. You need to bring in new people. But you can't do that when you have a new, one new guy and 200 or 100 uh, uh, old-timers or 98 yeah. old-timers that are, that are going to shut you down. You know, you need help. Well, and we just can't do it. We need, to, we right. need new people right. constantly. It, it's like our U.S. term limits. Yeah. And if they're not doing the job, you get rid of them. That's right. If, uh, if uh, Ken doesn't do a good job, we're going to fire him. He gets any more matter. We're going to have to tie them up. <laughs> well, see, that, that's what, see, Tommy hits a core there. Like it's our junior senator, Marco Rubio. I voted for the guy. I wish I hadn't because he has flip-flop on every issue. He went up there, I'm going to go up to Washington, I'm going to represent you. The only person Marco Rubio represents is Marco Rubio. The only person he's interested in is himself. I mean, he's the one who can't figure out which card belongs to him and which one belongs to the Republican Party. You know, it's like I, I regret ever elected, put my vote on this guy. That was my stupidity. Let me explain something to you so that you have an understanding. People talk about the Constitution on a regular basis, and they come into our country and they say, I want my constitutional rights. Well, if you're not an American citizen, you have no constitutional rights. So don't come here and be an illegal alien and tell me that you deserve your constitutional rights because you don't have any. Especially the right to vote. Right. I mean, you're not going to bring in... Uh, people from other countries and let them vote for for our next president or our next senator or anything. It doesn't make sense. You know who they're going to represent. Uh, you know you brought up a, a, you know a Marco Rubio again and and, and uh, you know that is <laughs> is something that needs to be reexamined. He's going to be out of a job because uh, I, I wouldn't elect him for president or for the fact that he hasn't showed up to do the Senate job. You know, he's been missing an action at the Senate, but we're going to put him in, uh, as the president because he talks good. It's like the Senate job is beneath him. Right. You know, he's acting like a, the president already when, uh, when he was elected to do a job and he's not doing the job. And in other words, you're getting paid to do a job and you're not doing it, son. You need to get out there and represent the, the people that elected you and then worry about being the president of the United States. Or, you know, if you can't do the job, resign. resign. Get out of there and let somebody else do it. Let somebody else represent the people of Florida, because you certainly aren't doing it. And what makes us think you're going to, you know, you're going to be a great president when you haven't even done the, the job that you were elected to do? You know, you're not even. You said uh, uh, the emails for Hillary Clinton uh, disqualifies her for being president. Well, you not showing up to the job disqualifies you from being a president, sir. Amen to that. I mean, if you can't even take care of the job that you have, taking care of the Amer- the people in Florida, how in the heck are you going to take care of the people in the United States? Well, Isn't that the thing? That's it right there. Uh, you know, we need to, we need people that are going to represent. And that's the whole problem with the country is that they're not doing the job that they were elected to do. Uh, I think maybe if you get up there and you're a little bit frustrated and you can't do it, then, you know, come to the come to your home and tell right. hey, people, uh, we got a real problem here. Uh, we, I can't do the job that you elected me to do because the other people won't let me. Or, you know, the, it, it's worse than what we ever thought. And. It probably is. It probably. It probably. If you take your worst nightmare mm-hmm. and go to Washington D.C., and that's probably what you have right there. Um, 
Yes, if uh, Hillary Clinton gets elected, I think we got bigger problems than, oh my than we ever have because, uh, like like uh, Rubio says, she'll probably partner partner herself she as our first act of uh, as a president. And then, you know, where do we go from there? Right. You know, uh, she uh, all the look at all the foreign countries that have donated to her foundation. Is she going to be obligated to them? Con- those she countries, is. you know, uh, uh, once they once some of those countries donated to her uh, her fund. Her foundation, they received arms money and stuff like that. You know, the United States Go on. is actually funding the death of American soldiers. They that's are. That's a shame. Well, that's another topic for another uh, another day. Another day. So uh, thank you for tuning in to Tom and Ken. And uh, don't let Ken uh, uh, get mad at you <laughs> because uh, you can see the way he acts. So uh, thank you very much for tuning in. I don't care. I, I ain't telling the truth. I can't.